Girl, I can do bad all by myself. I see she wearing a ring. I wonder if what she got is real. I'm just gonna do me. How about you just do you? Oh, I didn't even sign up for this. What is the state of your union? Another easy day. This is B-Notes. Hey, hey, and this is Ruby J all day. Let's talk marriage. Hey there, we decided to come back uh, for another episode, better or worse, through the crisis. When we recorded the last podcast, it was prior to the recent horrific events of George Floyd and the murderous act of, of folks in authority. And we just really wanted to take time to come back and talk about that. Like every one of our episodes, we will begin in a word of prayer. So grab your spouse's hand if they're nearby and let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that your word says that we can find comfort and peace through you using the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit that is in us. We thank you for peace. We thank you for the spirit of unity. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yeah, so not going to lie, this one is pretty, pretty tough, um, especially seeing everything that's going on. Um, you know, we, we talked about during the last podcast, COVID-19 and the health crisis associated with that. And then now to come back with such, um, you know, what's going on in the world, destruction and violence and murder and fires and riots. And it really can be disheartening and troubling to see all around. We do want to, you know, state that, that that's real. And the emotions that result from that are real. You know, everything from anger to disappointment, frustration, um, the list goes on and on. But we do want to offer some encouragement as we, we face these pretty dark times, right? This is likely for many of us the most difficult and challenging time we've seen in our lifetime um as we face this uh just want to keep in mind that there is an opportunity to and 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 i think largely uh, there's been a sense of acknowledgement like we haven't seen in in years past where people are beginning to see that there is an opportunity to improve race relations and inequality and injustices. And like we always say, acknowledgement is the first step to relation. And I think that is one of the silver linings in, in some of the, again, horrific events that have been going on as of late. So... One of the things that we, we do want to talk about is just 
you know, I think we want to unpack a, a few things. Um, if you have children, for example, let, let's start there. You know, all of us, regardless of our background, color, any of that, um, we we all have to have a conversation with our children that is a tough one to have, one that we likely were not prepared to have. Um, and, you know, lots of questions come up about how, how do you do that? And so I can just tell you, for us, it's been, you know, our kids are tweens. Well, actually now, you know, young teenagers. And, you know, they have their own devices and, you know, we limit their time on those devices. But one of the things that we've been focused on doing is reviewing and looking at some of the information out there ourselves, not exposing them directly to it, and then discussing with them what we feel is most important for them to know so they can stay aware of what's going on. But we can also monitor and kind of put parameters around what they are exposed to. And we do that because it's difficult even as adults to see constant, you know, footage of violence and unsettling images. I even read an article we, we were talking, I was talking to be notes about the fact that um, there's an article that was talking about the fact that some of these images that are playing over and over and over again are uh, potentially causing post post-traumatic stress syndrome in, in people. So you have to be really careful again about what you are exposing yourself, your spirit, your your children to. So I think it's really important to do that as we we filter out some of the things that are coming through and then pray about what to share with our children and how to share it. And then also ask questions, you know, ask them because we know that they see things on their devices. And we always say, you know, look, if you see something, there's something that just concerns you or, or you have questions about, please, you know, reach out, talk to us. Let's discuss it as a yeah, family. Maintaining that line of communication is definitely important. Absolutely. So, I want to talk about things that maybe in addition to that, that you can do. Maybe you're sitting there and you're trying to figure out how can I make a difference? So I want to talk about some tangible things. You know, one of course is voting always. That's always where we are empowered as individuals to cast our vote and really um, decide who sits in the various offices that are going to be and should be advocates for the the masses right but then in addition to that as we continue to face COVID-19 you know if you're in a position to donate financially to various organizations um, you can certainly do that Um, look for maybe area uh, YMCA's in your area that might be able to provide additional benefits for the actual community. You can also look at, uh, you know, national organizations that are founded for the benefit of African-Americans. You can certainly do that as well. So there's an opportunity to donate financially, but also you can um, vote donate volunteer hours. You can volunteer, of course, again, keep yourself safe. 
wear the the protective gear and garb but you know if you have the um time and the ability to do that there's always an opportunity to to work at a food bank or in an area church find pluck pluck yourself in um and find where there's a need that you can you can meet be notes jesus said these words found in St. John uh, chapter 16 verse 33 he said these things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have peace in the world you will have tribulation but take courage I have overcome the world Christ and Christ alone is the solution, the real solution, the lasting solution to unrest. Christ is peace and he has offered it to the world. And it is important that we as Christians maintain our witness, but also stay strong and stay alert and maintain our vigilance about what is actually going on in the world. And it is okay to be a Christian and it is okay to extend peace. It is not okay to stand by in times like these. We must be proactive. We must um, do things just like Ruby J said, voting. We must, it's, it's time for Christians to step up and make our voices heard and make our stance known that injustice for one is injustice for all. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so these are definitely difficult times. And in addition to that, as this podcast, you know, we focus on marriage and, you know, keeping peace in marriage. And when there's so much unrest around us, how do we do that? And I think it's still important to remember the the point and the meaning of our covenant. And so it's bigger than riots it's bigger than you know social and um economic injustice and and inequality um those things are huge they're enormous but i think when we remember that we are in this covenant um and why we're in it to glorify god and so there's not a moment where we get to say well you know what i'm so bummed out about everything that's going on around me that I have nothing for my spouse and they're on my nerves and I, I can't take another thing. I'm stressed and I no longer want to do this. I no longer want to own up to the covenant and the agreement that I've made with God and, and my spouse. Well, we don't get to do that because it's not about us. It's not about the feelings that we have. Because if we really rely on our feelings to direct what we do, then we're in a, a, a world of trouble because we're we're fickle by nature, right? Our feelings just kind of blow with the wind. 
And so it's important to always remember and keep in the forefront of our minds that we are in this covenant for mainly one reason, and that is to give him glory. How do we use this marriage to glorify him? And then in addition to that, how do we as individuals and collectively, right, in our marriages, how do we pour into other people in their time of need, which goes back to everything that's going on around us. So if there is something that is going on with you and your spouse, if there's some sort of discord or disagreement or, you know, something is not working, there's some conflict. One of the best things to do is to agree to pour into another couple that may be experiencing the same conflict or similar conflicts. And what you'll find is as you pour into that couple and you know it it's maybe it's reaching out to your local church to find out how you can volunteer and be of assistance maybe it's you know being a part of the you know on the prayer team or operating a prayer line for um the church where people call in for prayer and then focusing on married couples in particular as you pour into individuals with the same or similar needs as you the Lord is able to use you not only to bless them, but to be a blessing in return for you and your spouse. So that's an important thing to point out as we we deal with everything that's going on around us. Um, what we're going to do right now is take a quick break. Hang in with us and we'll be right back. We are back. Thank you for joining us. Um, this is Certainly, again, a heavier discussion and and difficult with everything going on. But again, we want to offer you some encouragement. Another thing that we feel would be important during this time is to reach out to people that don't necessarily look like you or don't have the same experiences as you. And in addition to that, being open, be open to someone reaching out to you that doesn't look like you. I think at this time, more than ever, we need to really be patient with one another and remove all judgment and um, negativity. And um, yeah, I think judgment is really what I'm trying to, to get to where, you know, someone comes to you that doesn't look like you and they ask a question and they're genuine about wanting to know your perspective, really trying to kind of bridge the gap. But maybe the way that they ask the question is there's something ignorant in that. Right. Um, they use the word that, you know, is is not the most politically correct or whatever. I don't think that now is the time to jump on that and say, you know what, don't don't ask me. That's a stupid question. You know, you're, you're, you're ignorant and I'm not just because I'm the nearest black person around doesn't mean that I'm the person that's going to, you know, educate you about 50 years of, you know, I mean, stop. That is not where we want to be right now. What we want to be is open with one another and understand that people may not come to you and say the right thing, but the good thing is that they're coming, that they want to know more. The good thing is that you're going 
to a person wanting to know more, wanting to share more. And that's going to be important because that's a really big step to healing. And that's where we all want to be. You know, I don't want this um, this episode to end without us at SOU offering our condolences to the life that was lost. You know, we've said a lot, but a life was lost. And a lot is going on in the world, but a life was lost. And it's not just a life, right? We can go so, on list, yeah. you know, and young so, man running, jogging, a woman in her bed being shot. You know, the list goes on and on. That's just the, the three that happened this past month in May. But, you know, the list can go on and on. So lives have been lost to your point. And I'm sorry I interrupted you, babe. And, and not just and not just now, but lives which have been lost over the years. Issues and situations which have been in the news, sure, those seem to take front news page or, or whatever for moments or momentary situations but there are countless of issues countless of situations countless of scenarios which never make it into the news so if you've had an experience um where you've been on the wronged side you're the person who have been wronged in a racial situation or um something like that then you know It's it's hard. It's going to be a little bit more difficult to be able to be peaceful. But like Ruby J said, remain peaceful throughout the situation, keeping the lines of communication open and making sure that, you know, your voice is heard, but it's heard in a peaceful manner. Yeah, I mean, in this time, our prayer is really that that cooler heads prevail, right? That we, in the midst of so much negativity from, and and, you know, negativity, when we say negativity, it's people who are being vocal and being negative in the use of the platform that they have. But it's also people that are radio silent right now, that are not saying a word about the current state, because to me, silence can be just as bad as being vocal and negative. Because again, if if we're not a part of the solution, then we are a part of the problem. So at this point, I think it's just going to be critical that we all take a look at ourselves and say, what are we doing to solution, to, to lead to a solution to this? And voting is one of them, like we said. But in addition to that, what are we doing to be intentional? If we have the time, if we have the money, right? What are we, how are we using those things to make sure that that we are impacting this nation and this world in a positive way? You know, um, social media can can be a little bit tricky. 
uh, when you're finding different things to read and, and research and situations like this for podcasts. But one of the things um, which was highlighted uh, on one of the social platforms was um, Dr. Martin Luther King's speech and how close to the speech we still are, that, that a lot has not changed. Um, and so, you know, as I thought about that, uh, I asked myself, why? And that was the one about rioting. Right. Or another right. One. Well, okay. not just that, but just the social injustice of it all and just just the civil unrest and the fact that, you know, it still happens today, that racism still exists today. And as I thought about, you know, racism and, and, and the whole entire big picture of it, I ask myself, is it my fault? Is it my whose fault is it that racism still exists? And the fact that there hasn't been much progress, if any, uh, since Dr. Martin Luther King has passed away, has been murdered. Then the question becomes, why? And so as as we as you know, sometimes we, we can get so busy into and, and so upset about the, the latest situation that has happened. But over time, three months from now, six months from now, that 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 fire that got us going fizzles out or dies down. And so I think that the worst thing that we could have happen or allow to happen is I think that the worst thing that we could have happen is six months from now. We will have given up the fight. We'll have, we will have put the fight back on the shelf. Uh, when it's time to vote, we will have uh, uh, moved on from this situation. And now we're too busy to, to look at candidates. Now we're too busy to listen to what candidates have to say. Now we're too busy to worry about next steps because it's no longer fresh in our mind. And it would be a travesty for this situation to have occurred and all situations and 10 years from now, 15 years from now, 20 years from now, we look up and we are in the same exact spot or worse or worse. Yeah. And so it's time that we do more than raise a voice and show a temporary frustration. It's time now that we do things that will actually change the trajectory of things long term. Long term, we need people in office long term who think about the big picture long term. It's time out for us just being short-sighted and trying to win the victory here and now. It's time out for that. And it's time for us to think big picture. Ruby J. Yeah, you know, I agree. It's it's been it's been a challenge all around. And and you know, if we come back focal and talk about, you know, the children and how we 
we position this and communicate this and not just where we are now, but, you know, what steps they can take and what needs to occur for things to get better. Um, and, and, you know, we can talk about what is a real discussion, which is, you know, having an African-American son and having to have that conversation, but also having, you know, a daughter to have that conversation with as well, where it's going to be important. Like, how do you teach them to protect themselves and to comply and to make sure that, you know, you always are operating from the lens that you don't know who this person in authority, what their experiences are, where they're coming from, what's in their mind. So you always operate from the lens of thinking that this person is on a short fuse, that they're looking for an opportunity to take your life. And it's unfortunate because you don't want to have that conversation. You don't want to paint a picture of the worst cop because we know that those are not the policemen that are the majority. But all they need is to encounter the one that could put their life at risk. So it's having these tough conversations. But going back to what you just said too, B-Notes, about the fact that, you know, 50 years later, we're still, you know, some of the same speeches that Dr. Martin Luther King had, Malcolm X gave, you know, these speeches are still relevant word after word. Yeah, verbatim. Verbatim. It's like they're living in today's time. And so it makes you wonder, right? Um, In order for us to be in that same position, then that means that everything that was occurring 50 years ago and what parents were teaching their children 50 years ago, they continued to teach their children because we know that racism is taught. It's not something that you just wake up with. It's taught. So you know that that had to, and those teachings had to continue decade after decade after decade and continue today. And so sometimes people are sharing and teaching these racial and stereotypical things and don't even understand. Some of them do understand, but some people don't even understand that in the the center of what they're teaching their kids is so racist and stereotypical, but it's what their parents taught them. And they don't know anybody that doesn't look like them. And so at the end of the day, it's about making that, bridging that gap and having that person that you connect with that doesn't look like you, that can, that you trust them enough that when they share their perspective with you, that you don't question it, right? That you, you you really have a deep connection with this person. You've allowed yourself to open up, both of you. And so when this person says, you know, I walked in the store today and I was followed, or maybe you're with the person and you stand back and you get to see this person or, or someone being followed, you can see it for yourself. Then that begins to enlighten everyone to the injustice that that occurs. But if you surround yourself with people that look like you, that have the same experiences, 
you'll never see beyond the four walls of your, you know, sphere of influence. Um, and so I think it's going to be critical to step out of that. I'm hopeful as I see the protests around the nation, around the world, I'm hopeful because I see young people of all color, right? So that's the one difference. If you go back 50 years ago and you look at the folks that were protesting, Dr. Martin Luther King, yes, you did see some Caucasian people protesting. Absolutely. But I think the numbers are greater now. You see more and more African-American standing side by side with Caucasians, with Latinos. You know, you see people protesting across the world. And I think that that is, again, the beginning of acknowledgement, acknowledging that there is a problem that can then lead to to a solution. So any any final words, B-Notes, anything that you want to share? Either you are being a part of the solution or you're not. If you are not actively taking steps to be part of the solution in a positive, life-changing way, then that means you are not being part of the solution. You're in the way. And so, you know, either put up or shut up. That's that's what time it is now. That's what time it is. Yeah, for sure. And, and we need everyone sticking together, everyone coming together in the spirit of unity, in the spirit of peace, in a Christ-like manner, but in 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 fairness and in, in justice. It's time. It's time. It's past time. And one other thing, in addition to that, I'd say if your church, if you're in a church right now and there's radio silence, Nothing is being said about this. That's a problem. Because really, racial relations are addressed in the Bible. And it really does start from the pulpit. What are pastors preaching the word of God? Then they're preaching Christianity first over the color of anyone's skin. And so if the church really gets it right and had gotten it right, we wouldn't be here. Along with other areas, but definitely the church. So find a church that's speaking about this from God's lens and his word, using it to rightly divide the word and and apply it to these times. So once again, stay encouraged. We wanted to just come to you with with this quick, you know, discussion. Um, as like as I said, when we recorded the better or worse um, podcast, it was prior to the latest racial tensions that are occurring right now. So we thought it was relevant to to come back and talk about this and real life things that you can do. Reach out to us. Let us know your thoughts, any any concerns, anything that we can pray for you about specifically. Don't hesitate to reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. As always, we will continue to pray for you, pray for your marriage, pray for our country, pray for our nation, our president, our leaders, our churches. Stay encouraged. Be blessed.
We want to take some time just to thank those who've donated to this podcast thus far. Your generous gift really does matter. Together, as a State of Your Union, So You supporter, we can continue to offer trusted biblical principles today, tomorrow, and in the future. So thank you so much. And if you are listening and you want to know how to donate, there's a link in this podcast that will allow you to do just that. Also, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with others. We want to make sure that we get the word out there and we expand and extend our reach. Lastly, but not least, all the prayers that come in about this podcast, about marriages, we love that. As we continue to pray for you, please pray for us and just know that we love you. Continue to pray and fight the good fight. Stay blessed.